Hammond. The views and opinions expressed on this show are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers who are entirely responsible for all show content and do not reflect the opinions of WNJHradio.com. This program is not intended to diagnose any condition or promote any lifestyle. And now, WNJHradio.com presents The Carpenter's Son with Pastor Vince Lombardo from Calvary Chapel Church in Hamilton. And a very good evening to you. And no, I am not the pastor. I do not play one. And I am not a TV actor that poses as a pastor. Good evening, everybody. My name is Rick Seppi. And unfortunately, Pastor Vince cannot be here with us tonight due to a prior commitment. But we do have his son, Vincent, who's going to be joining us in just a few minutes. But before we do that, as always, let's give out the phone number prayer requests, questions, or comments. We're going to have a great topic tonight. Actually, several of them. Area code 609-593-9654. 609-593-9654 is the phone line. If you wish to text it, 60-856-718-9928. Once again, I need new bifocals there, Vince. 856-718-9928. So, as I said... We have Vincent III, technically. Uh, we call him the Pastor Vince, and we call him Vincent. One of these days, we're going to call him something else, but hey, whatever. All right, young man, good evening, and welcome back. It's been a while since you've been at the show. So uh, why don't you uh, start us off with a word of prayer, and then we'll uh, talk about tonight's topic. Absolutely, brother. Uh, Lord God, tonight we come before you just grateful and blessed that we have another outlet just to uh, proclaim you and what's going on in our lives and in our church culture. Lord, I ask that tonight you would just uh, use us and help us to uh, have a great time with some lively discussion and uh, reach a lot of people that just uh, hopefully we can be an encouragement to or a blessing or, uh, you know, a topic to discuss around the holidays. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So last time we left off, we talked about, uh, if I remember correctly, mentoring and fellowshipping Oh, yeah, fellowshipping. Yeah, we're going to ship. Uh, fellowshipping <laughs> with people, and, and you kind of used Rue as your example. So let's let's reverse that a little bit. Has anybody used you as the example? As in somebody? <laughs> okay, I, I don't know about that. Let's not. I mean, you don't think there's any, any of the younger group, the 20-year-olds, as your parents like to say, but anybody even a little younger than that in, in the youth group, since you're involved with the youth group, that want to take an instrument up because of you or anything well, like because that because of me i don't know not necessarily an inspirational aspect myself but the uh the idea of mentoring a couple of kids and like being their role model started at a younger age actually i probably had greater effect back then when i worked at halawasa and a lot of kids kept telling me reaching out saying when they were older they'd run into the store and be like uncle Vince. i'd be like well, who is that <laughs> and then they'd be okay. like it's me i'm growing up i was like whoa and they're like i remember when you said this or you did this or the song you sang here really right. made me want it and i was like wow that's really cool so there's a lot of different like uh timelines that that would have happened and it's right. been a real blessing with the senior high youth right now i've talked to a couple of them and maybe i'm not their greatest inspiration because most of these kids have a really good head on their shoulders but Nothing wrong with that. you know at this point it's nice just to be able to give them some guidance that doesn't come directly from their parents, you know, uh, and not because their parents are wrong. I'm not saying that no, in the slightest no, I, I, to everybody. No, no. I'm just saying sometimes when you're a teenager, you know who you don't want to talk to? Your parents. Your parents. Right. And, I, and, you right. know, that was true for me. I'm sure it was true for you. It's oh, true definitely. for everyone I know. Yeah. So there's a, you know, a really great opportunity just to like, you know, be a sounding board for, you know, kids that just really are looking for some neutral, mm-hmm. what they believe is just a neutral opinion because there's no family dynamic. There's nothing that inspired that. There's nothing that gave them their specific bent on life mm-hmm. that I'm going to share. So, right. and which is, which is, you know, 
not necessarily always a bad thing, as we will often say, but realistically, just some of these kids, they just really, uh, you know, have a great opportunity to just be like, I need to just talk to someone that isn't my parents, and right. this is what I want to talk about. And I'm like, wow, okay, um, <laughs> this is all I know on the topic. Let me help you the best I can. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, a lot of exciting things for that. You know, with the... The times are changing a little bit from when yes. I was a kid. I mean, we see that right now. We're sitting in. I, ask me when I was 15 years old, hey, ever think you're going to be on the radio? I would have given you one of two answers, depending on my mood. One, of course, I'm going to be famous. It's it's insane that you think I wouldn't be famous. I'm going to be on every radio station. And, uh, okay, <laughs> then the more, and then the more honest answer would have been like, no, I would never speak in front of anyone. Also, the radio is not an accessible option for the day-to-day conversation you know so you know we've been blessed with having people like you it just gives a whole nother outlet for it so it's it's nice and you know often it doesn't feel the same you know it's not always as much about like i have to go knock on their door and deliver something to them as much as it is like shooting a little text can be a huge reminder just like hey bud praying for you today good luck at your baseball game soccer game Mm -hmm. whatever they're doing whatever their (laughs) their thing is you know and that's that's a it's actually made it it's made it better because it gives them an outlet to just remind you that you're caring without having to be the creep in the basketball stands, you know, <laughs> which I'm not afraid to do. All right. So, but, you know, it's a really good thing. And I think sometimes like often it's not for the group of kids we have now, it's not as much about did I inspire them into something? It's what am I doing to help them move forward in whatever they're doing? You know, I could pick on a couple of kids in my youth group right now that like sing or play guitar, but are still shy about it. And mm-hmm. I keep forcing them to do it on Wednesdays with right. the other kids. And I'm like, I'll play with you i'll sing right. with you and then when you realize you don't want to sing with me because i'm old you'll take over and you'll do it it's fine <laughs> that's a good thing that's a good problem you're not old but that's okay <laughs> well i like they think i am so well, of course I mean, <laughs> and anybody will be age 18 to teenagers old but yeah, i still feel i still feel young but apparently i'm not <laughs> so you you mentioned while you were at when you were working at camp and, and some yeah. of the kids have now seen you they're they're older too are they in their young 20s or their young teenage years? I mean, if you had to take a guess, because I'm trying to get a timeline here on you're not feeling Most like- of them would be around 22-ish, okay. maybe right. like 19-ish. So, you're, so you're, you're not that much older than them, but in a sense, but, right. but they're respecting you still. So there's something you did, even as a young teenager to them, that- made them look up to you they're saying uncle vince or mr vince or mr lombardo things like that really just stem from the idea that you're willing to do anything and Mm -hmm. kids will remember that yes you know we're discussing them as kids as they were not necessarily as they are and the idea that i was willing to give up my summer to go and teach them as much as i could about jesus to Mm -hmm. the extent that i knew and was aware of Mm -hmm. as well as like just give up my time to make sure they had a fun summer also Mm -hmm. like at the time, they probably didn't care. They were probably like, oh, this guy's so cool. Look right. at him doing this. Look at it. You know, like, I want to be like him when I grow up. Like, And now and that they're older, I, I have spoken to some of them, and they were just kind of like, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you gave up your whole summer. You had nothing better to do. And I'm right. like, well, I had plenty better to do. You know, I, I could have worked. I could have made more money. I could have, you know, that's true, but you made done anything it, else. You made an impact in a sense right. because you did give up your summer where you could have been doing yep. things. At the same time, you were preaching. But they kind of remembered it in a sense. So you could have made them do the same thing and they haven't told you yet. They could be taking baby steps in the same path that you did. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's a great distance between the, uh, (laughs) like, you know, I haven't spoken to them. Let's 
almost any of them since then. But a couple that you talk to, it's really encouraging that like, even now I have the mindset that like, I've talked to one of these kids and the time wasn't wasted, <laughs> you know? So that's a, that's a huge impact thing now. And it's something that I more recently started to realize. And I know we'll call it within the past year. I mean, you and I were discussing the last time I was in here, the importance of discipleship, personal mm-hmm. investment. So not just so that people will get involved serving in our church specifically, but just the impact that can have on people. Right. And I never really noticed it until you start to realize what a sacrifice things like that actually are. And it's just like, wow, what am I going to do about it is a big deal. It's a serious question on my mind all the time. Like, I need to make sure I'm making the best out of this, doing this, applying mm-hmm. my energy here, doing things like that. And I think that that's one of the things that <laughs> sets church servants apart is that people realize like, wait, you're doing all that for free. And it's like, yeah, because I care about you and the end outcome here. I don't care about, you know, my time is as valuable as it is to me. It's, it's more valuable if this is what it's going towards. So it's just a different, different mindset I'm trying to cultivate in my own life anymore, you know, and, and, uh, serving with the senior high really helped that, especially last year. I mean, I was in here right before snow camp last year also, and we were discussing how, Hey, they canceled snow camp. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what we're going to do. Right. <laughs> you Instead, know, we blew up the building. Yeah, we yeah. did. We had a great time. Yeah. Nerf wars, inflatables, everything just going to give as much as we could to those kids, you know, <laughs> as much as the funds and means and volunteerism allowed, we were able to bless those kids and we had a huge turnout, which was great, you know, cause this year, there is a value to going away to snow camp right. as well as there was to stay. I've been having this, uh, we'll call it debate slash conversation with, you know, our pastor, my dad and uh, my wife, Megan, we're just sitting there all the time. And we're like, what if they cancel snow camp the week or two before again? And like, the answer is we did it once before, but right. we don't want to be caught off guard again. We want to do everything the best we can. So like, what are we going to do about it? How are we going to go? I was talking to Montabano. He was like, why don't you plan having, you know, it at church again, right? And then it'll be sure to happen <laughs> if you have everything lined up. You right. won't it always, need it. It's, it's so, always the case. I mean, I was yeah. like, "That's a great idea." Right. So that's something that we're doing because, like, I mean, like, oh, I'm getting old. I feel old. So it's like sometimes I feel old You're anyway. Old. Okay. You know, I sit there and I'm like, "Man, I'm going to take these kids up to the snow-covered mountains, and we're going to do what? Okay, mm-hmm. yep, right. tubing. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'm going to yeah, go. You guys are break my limbs, and, and I'll sit up here watch as you. Yeah, know. you guys are doing great. Yeah. You know? so, All right. So since you mentioned snow camp, when when is snow? Camp. For senior high, for my group, it's January 13th through the 15th. All right. And what age group is yours? Ours is um, high school, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th okay. grade. All right. And where is Snow Camp? Snow Camp is in Burnville, PA, at okay. Camp Calvary. All right. And the cost for something like that? 130 covers their transportation and the weekend. All right. So that includes their food and everything? Yep. All right. So all anything they... except spending money that they want to use for themselves. Okay. All right. And then there's also a junior high version. Yes. I want to say. That's like February 8th weekend. I don't okay. remember the exact date. That's fine. But there is one that's for Brady's the, problem. Right, that's for, <laughs> not, not my problem next, but there is one for the younger kids. Yes, absolutely, right. in February. So for somebody that's listening and it may be interesting or they might want their child to be involved, what is snow camp besides playing in the snow? We get the hint. <laughs> you get the we, hint. We, we get the hint. There's a camp in the snow. Camp yeah. in the snow, but what else is going <laughs> snow on Snow camp is a really great opportunity just to kind of escape the common everyday world it's a nice place to go get away with people similar in your age group sometimes similar interests sometimes not in a good way and go up escape to a cabin with a you know a couple of 
couple other friends and build lasting relationships. You know, you'll be uh, be able to sit in a couple of services throughout the weekend that can be really impactful. It's a great time to get away, fellowship, have fun, and just kind of really escape the current world, you know, because it's, it's a totally, I mean, we live in Hamilton. I'm assuming most people listening are probably fairly local. And if mm-hmm. not, imagine our scenario, you know, when it's like, we don't live in a huge town. We don't live in a crazy busy town, Mm-mm. but still there's not really that like, same escape as there are in other places. Right. So it's nice to just get away, escape it. You know, some of the technologies on hold, you're not, you know, you're not pressured by anything else that you might feel is going on because you can't get there because you're in PA. So you get to just abandon it and, you know, just kind of like give some time over to either A, fellowshipping if that's what you need, you know, mm-hmm. B, getting into the word, having some good teachings, you know, or C, just getting away from everything and just having a quieter weekend in the woods, you know. Okay. <laughs> so it's All right. So time. that was going to be my next question. Is there any strict rules? We put cell phones away. We put all that stuff away, and we have a set schedule. There is a set schedule. I I would be lying if I told you what their exact cell phone policy is anymore because okay. they change every year. Okay. When I was a kid, it was zero chance you're not getting your cell phone. Anything that uses batteries or a wire or a cable or solar it goes in your bag for the weekend or locked in the van or something. Okay. But I have no idea what it is now. They, we haven't been there in two years, which is the disadvantage right. <laughs> to everything that's been going on. So it's been... It's been a little bit of a wild upride. I don't know. I know that at one point they could have their phones. It's at one point they could. I have no idea. Okay. So I'd be lying if I told you. I know that like nothing's going to happen to their phones, and the right. kids the kids have access to contact their parents anytime they need to. That's so that kind of thing is is a given. It's but, a given, so we don't have to worry about. Anything. Right, but it's a really great time to unplug because there's very minimal technological. Okay. events going on in the place you know they focus real hard on fellowship getting together and there's so many activities you're gonna have so much fun you'll be exhausted i'm always exhausted maybe because i'm old <laughs> yeah you keep saying that all right <laughs> so we'll play the devil's advocate a little bit oh, what boy. about in today's world since as you know the latest tiktok thing is every other day we're gonna go blow up something is it secured if a parents worry about that? It, I mean, is there any chance of somebody coming up there and going haywire or is relatively out of the way, quiet? It's very out of the way and quiet. And I'm going to tell you the only way I have to give you any mindset on this is what I've experienced. And I've been going there since I was old enough to go. And then I was fortunate enough to help the youth group right after I got out of it and then took it over a year or two after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's been Never once would I have thought that would have crossed my mind or anybody in that okay. place's mind. And I'm a very skeptical person. So okay. <laughs> it, I mean, because... it never once feels that way. I, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say on no, that topic but... specifically, but to be honest, like, no, it's never felt that it way. Never felt that way. Yeah. Okay. So we don't have to. I mean, because as you see, everything lately has been so chaotic. Yeah, the world's a mess. <laughs> All right. So if there was somebody that just wanted to be generous and wanted to donate they could do that absolutely okay. yeah and that's they could call the office and i believe donna may is there between nine and nine and one, one. monday through friday something, something like, like that, that yeah. or you could always call here at the station and i could get you in contact with whoever you need to get in contact yeah absolutely with. like and you can reach out like i said the total cost for a kid for because we have to rent vans to transport right. them and and for their stay at snow camp mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff is 130 mm-hmm. per kid that includes all their meals all the necessary meals like i said on the way back we stop couple places that the kids want to stop and kind of do some shopping up at the bigger malls in pa of course and uh you know they're spending mommy and daddy's money why not? <laughs> well yeah, normally yeah. they want to do stuff so i mean like spending money's on them right. you know i don't but the 130 covers all their well it's a nice word for mandatory food okay. <laughs> you know whatever the required so we're, we're amount leaving, of food and transportation we're leaving is. on a friday coming back thursday on, uh, and coming back on, on saturday, saturday night. Night. Yep. all right 
So is it dormitile style? I mean, a how- little bit. It's it's more cabins. They're segregated okay. sections of cabins, kind okay. of forming like big circles. Guys mm-hmm. are over here. Girls are on the other side of the mountain. Okay, and like you just kind of get away, isolate. Typically, it's our group would have a cabin. Their group would have a cabin. You know, if you have a small group, you're sharing a cabin. Okay. <laughs> if you have a if you have a huge group, you're in two cabins. So there's besides you guys from church, there's other adults and everything. Yep, and there's supervision and, and oh and all, plenty. Yeah, uh, they have their own staff at the whole place also as well. It's a it's a whole weekend. It's not just our church that goes it's i mean i, I would be guessing probably 50 60 churches okay. go that i've encountered in my lifetime i don't All right, so they're in a they're in a mingle india easy for me they're intermingling yeah, yeah. With other children not absolutely other kids or young adults absolutely besides themselves so that's the good thing okay yep. all right anything else you want to talk about on that did we top do we hit everything oh for snow camp i mean yeah. like i said it's a great time if you have kids and you want them to go and have a great weekend getting mm-hmm. in the word getting in time to just get away and disconnect a little bit and make some lasting friendships i still have friends from snow camp from when i went there and the only thing we do is chat online and be like hey like snow camp's coming up are you bringing your kids again yeah i'll oh, send me pictures like right. of you doing something there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know just reminding us of the good old days when we were kids so it's weird that i'm still friends with them but also it's amazing that i'm still friends with them <laughs> nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that. now when we talk about snow camp let's talk about the fun side of it you're, you're doing tubing are we skiing i mean uh no skiing they have they have snow tubes for the side of the mountain there the place is on the side of a mountain okay so like if you can imagine there's a big mountain coming down and mm-hmm. then coming up the other side is like all of their wreck buildings they got a they got a huge gym with like rock climbing walls and, okay you know and like um some zip lines and stuff inside of it as mm-hmm. well as like they have a big dining hall and a chapel and a game room and so there's plenty tons of, act- of stuff to do there's yeah. plenty of activity besides oh, yeah. the fellowship that no no young adult should ever be bored. They should be more worn out. You'll be worn time. out. Yeah, you won't be bored. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. That's <laughs> you, good to hear. Absolutely. Yeah, you'll end up, you'll leave there exhausted with jello legs from hiking up the mountain. I mean, we live in New Jersey, man. It's flat here. Yeah. So, Unless <laughs> going you go way up north and no, I don't want to. And we don't count them. Yeah, but down here, them. We, <laughs> down here, I mean, it's flat. So when you go there, your legs are like, oh, we got to hike up this hill just to go down it again. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> you know, it's a great time. I'll be thinking of you. <laughs> All right. So you do have game plan page. That's the case. We're not going to mention it, what it is, because we we don't want to see that happen. <laughs> All right. So well, we're well planned for it this time, so it shouldn't happen. Okay. That's true. That's true. All right. So let's talk about a year from a year ago from now. Okay. We, we're in the midst of that wonderful you know what. Yes. Have you seen any changes? Let's talk about changes in our young men and women. Have any of them still in the depressed stage? They can't believe this is happening. Or have they rebounded from that and you would say they're back to where they were almost two years ago before the the situation. For the conversations I've had, I can only speak on what I know. Mm-hmm. And like realistically, the thing is, I don't notice as much of the the dark, dreary depression per se as I saw last year in people that I had never met and all those kind of things. So nowadays they're learning in a whole new way how to be interact in school again. Okay. And I think that's been a real difficult time for them you know and I'm, like i'm not speaking on anybody specifically but in general but it kind of seems general, like sometimes yeah. they're like we don't know how to handle this mm-hmm. we don't know how to handle this you know there's division amongst family parents friends as always yes. and now it almost feels a little bit more amplified this year even but what it boils down to right now is that they're <laughs> almost relearning how to integrate with each other in a whole new way and i think that right now they're doing okay i think they're coming coming towards a downhill part you know they're they're doing a little bit better they're interacting a little bit better you know they're starting to realize that like we need to do something you know these kids i'll call them kids they're almost adults but these these kids honestly they're at this 
critical moment in their life that's going to decide what happens. Yes. And they don't even know it yet because I didn't know it while I was in it. <laughs> I only know it now that I saw it and I was like, oh, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Go figure, you know? <laughs> so they don't know that they're in this big critical turning point in their life where realistically they may make they may make the commitment tonight that it's like, you know what, I am not going to lose anything I have going on church-wise, family-wise, this-wise to go through college to get out of here to go finish my senior year i'm not going to let sports take over some of them may be like they've already some of them already made the decision i'm not going to be a part of that once i go to college and that's a whole different world and you know that's a you know a little bit more devastating and sometimes they don't know how it will be but mm-hmm. i can assure you it is if you're listening and uh you know they uh they're making those decisions and like our group especially is so awesome we're very blessed with these kids that i'm looking at them and they're like I really need to take this seriously. I really need to buckle down and make this a substantial part of my life because I don't know how I'm going to get through without it. And I think that's something that the last year and a half, two years has really played a huge impact on is there like without God's word, without, without my relationship mm-hmm. with him, how would I have gotten to where I am? How would I have gotten through? How would I have carried on the way that I have? And, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's been enlightening, you know, to be a part of that. And it's been encouraging to be a part of that. I mean, it's been enlightening to me to see that, Sometimes we look at them and they're like, yeah, they're just kids. They're in high school, but they're they're learning. They're right. figuring it out, and they're going to take us by storm one day. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> All right. So you, since you mentioned that in this year and a half, uh, since you're much younger than me, thank God, <laughs> do you feel that this, and I guess it's a broad statement, do you feel that this has brought the youth a little closer to our Lord in the sense? Do you think My that— My group, yes. But what about in— in the culture of New yeah. South Jersey, yeah. In, uh, in general, from from them talking, I mean, they got friends that you may not know. Yeah, you know, they. Just- I still say to an extent, yes. I think some of the for anyone older, they may not look at it that way, but I think yes. I think their communication, although it was, you know, I mean, let's be real. Every every kid you talk to has their phone out, mm-hmm. so like, and it's available. It's in their pocket. That's oh how yeah, they use it. So it's, it's not. It's glued to them, right? And. You know, sometimes we always think, oh, they're just always on their phones or always, mm-hmm. you know, and you, and you judge them. But honestly, like, I I know for a fact these kids sometimes are just like, oh, I just had to text this person because I know that. Boom. And it's like, man, I like I wish I could have texted some of my friends back when I was yeah. a kid and just mm-hmm. been like, hey, I heard mm-hmm. that. Whatever. So sometimes there is a thing that a good thing that can come from it. And right now, I think, yes, even with all that to be said, I think that they're learning to even without being in person, all of we'll call it a year that they weren't, mm-hmm. they still learned that they needed each other and they had to rely on it. You know, um, I, I personally have friendships that blossomed from it because I was like, you know what? I'm going to FaceTime him because mm-hmm. I can't see him. I'll FaceTime right. him. And you sit there, you hop on FaceTime and you're like, oh, you cared enough to do this. And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I? Right. And they're like, well, you know, cause like we didn't hang out that much. It's like, who cares? Like we could chat, <laughs> you know, five minutes on the phone. No, that's nothing a big wrong, deal. No, no, nothing wrong with that. All right. So overall you're, you're saying this was as much as I don't want to use it, but you're saying that this was a, a positive impact <laughs> in the sense where it had positive, yeah, positive effects to certain things. To yeah. Certain so things. I think that what they learned they didn't need to learn the communication through their cell phone. What they needed was to learn how to effectively help each other. And I mm-hmm. think that they became a little bit stronger. Friend groups definitely got a little bit tighter. You know, let's not be let's not be naive enough to say that people didn't drift apart. People didn't oh, you know, lose friendships over right. some of these things. But I'm saying as a whole, I think they learned that like they need to rely on each other, hold each other, you know, a little bit closer than they did. You mm-hmm. know, and I think it showed that value that you know, you can't make up. Right. <laughs> I can't. I right. can't force you to see it without feeling right. it. So, well, I mean, I I have noticed now the last couple of weeks because 
we could say summer basically is officially over because of the weather. That or <laughs> I mean, freezing. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> we had a couple of nice weekends there where you could have seen that the youth group on Sunday was a little low mm-hmm. in attendance, and now we're back to a very high number of attendance. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing because it, it's an eye opener for me because I I see it through their eyes a little differently. Like they actually want to be there. They're not going mm-hmm. through emotions similar to my youth it was basically going through the motions here it looks like they're coming in with their bible they they want to you know be there you know they're and they're you know they're enjoying it they're not just going right now it's sunday i gotta go to you know i gotta go ccd class right now the kids that are in my youth group and i'll only speak for them i'm not going to make up anybody else's situation but i'll tell you right now my kids they sat me down when i was giving them a lesson and i was going through something they one of them raised their hand and said i want to ask this question but I don't want to put you on the spot. I was like, okay, well, like, let me know. And like, we talked about it and they were just kind of like, I need someone to answer this question. Show me how to do this. Show me how to do this. Show me. I was like, is this what you guys want? And they were like, this was only like a month ago. Right. I was like, is this what you guys are looking for right now? And they're like, yeah, well, I guess a couple months ago, but they were like, yeah, we need this. I was like, boom, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to get it for you. So now that's why like in the whole mindset of discipleship, we started as a group, our church does a personal discipleship um we'll call it program course book walkthrough where you pretty much like get a mentor get a specific person to do this and i i decided i was going to try to tweak it a little bit and i do it for my group so we get together and we go through it and it's been interesting because it handles a lot of the big questions quickly you know in a good way that's a good Mm -hmm. thing it handles a lot of the things like you know, one of the things kids struggle with is like, how do I be sure of my salvation? How do I be sure of this? Who is Jesus? What does God have to do with this? How, you know, people always talk about tithing. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, and like as a teenager, I would have no idea what tithing was mm-hmm. outside of like, we're supposed to give money to the church because they need it. Right. You know, it's like, I have no real answer, you know, right. and uh, it handles a lot of those things that kids actually care about. Go figure. I didn't know. Yeah, I know. At their age, I was, I would have thought that, but like now these kids are like, we want to know this. So I'm like trying to give them answers on that. And they really blew my mind. I'm going to tell you this on this, while we're on this topic, they said, I said, do you guys want me to get some kind of like guest speakers in here every mm-hmm. couple weeks to just have someone else take this chapter and get presented right. to you? And they said, can we do it? And I was like, what does that mean? And they were like, well, we're going to learn it ahead of time. And we're going to come tell you what we found in there and what we thought about it. And I was like, and you all want to do this and not every single person right, wanted to do right. it, but I'll tell you what majority ruled. And they were like, yeah, we're going to do it. I was like, well, if you want one, let's go for it. Okay. So we, set it up that they get like a five, six minute window, five mm-hmm. to 10 minutes to just come give the information they found in this chapter. And then I'm telling you, these kids, they relate to the other kids really well. So <laughs> they're like, I saw this and they're like, oh, that's what I saw. You know, and they're getting so excited and God's just really moving in that group. So it's really they, exciting. They picking the new Testament or the old Testament. Um, right now it's going through all of it. We're going through the continued book. That's what we're doing. So right. they're not, they're teaching chapters in the discipleship book okay. and the, you know, they're, they're going through finding the information and giving us their perspective on it. They get the first five to 10 minutes. I told them aim for five to 10 mm-hmm. and then I take the rest and just kind of expound on what they found, give some other personal insights. <laughs> Honestly, my theme with the kids, I don't have necessarily a theme for the whole year. Mm-hmm. What I do is I'm like, this is what I'm going to tell you either a something I wish I knew at your age, right? 
or B, something I did really wrong and you need to learn from right now. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm going to tell you very rare occasions where I did the 100% beautiful right thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe you'll get to learn from those too, but they're rare. So it's you're not going to see as many of those. Yeah, okay. <laughs> let, let, uh, Rachel, if you're listening, you can call and, and, and let's tell, see if he's telling the truth. But Yeah, but there were plenty. Of, and I tell him, I was like, all, all I want to do is tell you something I wish I knew at your age right. or tell you something, some actual truth that I know you want to know. And so, they love it. Not to say, well, but, they seem like but they love it. your group was copying off of Monday Night's group. In a sense. Just better, yeah. Yeah, because it sounds like what dad does every other Monday, you know, somebody volunteers and I always make sure I show up late so I don't have to volunteer. You don't have to volunteer. You know, to give a very... Rick's got next week, Yeah, 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 to uh, do that chapter. But that's good because they pushed it. Yeah, you didn't. You, oh, you didn't yeah. push in any way, shape, or form. That's that was so, what made it. I was like, okay, because I was expecting to call, you know, my buddies up, be like, Adam, Joe, right, Brian, right. you mm-hmm. guys want to do a week? And they right. were like, the kids were like, how about we do it? Oh, no, don't like, don't don't torture the kids yet with Brian. No, it's all right. He's doing all right. Not yet. Okay, <laughs> um, but that's good because that just shows that they're. I don't want to use it for a lack of interested. They're interested. I don't want to say yeah. into it, but they're they're interested, which means their minds open. Yeah, which is and a, their a other mindset could totally be. Yeah, events will talk less if I talk for five minutes. Well, that, that could be that true. That could too. be true. That I have no idea. Yeah. You know, yeah. we've, we're, we've had the kids do, I did the first one, I did the first two, and then the kids wanted to kind of do their thing. Right. So uh, starting with our week three and week four, I had two of the kids do it. They did a great job. They were just like, I saw this and this and this, and I loved Good. that they pointed out this, and it was really great. And the kids responded well to it. And then I was able to take that and embarrass myself with a personal story where I struggle with that. Oh, I <laughs> asked the kids about that one. That's oh, they too. love it. They they, uh, they get what they get. Before we go to break here, who else is involved in your group? Not talking about kids-wise, but who the else? senior high. Yeah, who else helps you? I mean, I, I know have, it's not just you. I have Miranda Zita. Okay. I have Michael Morrison. Okay. And my wife, Megan. Okay. So those are the consistent weekly people that help me out. All right. So what what's their involvement? At the moment, they... Well, in, in general, what do do? Let's let's pick on the lovely missus because right. she has an hour away from you. Oh, she so, needs to make sure that I say and do the right things. Okay, so <laughs> she's taking the place of mom. Okay, yeah, she needs to make sure I say and do the right things, right. and she makes sure that all the snacks and food are very available, okay. and that I don't forget to bring them where they're supposed to go. She makes sure that she's there well, anytime any of the girls has like a specific question that they want to talk to. They mm-hmm. do not want to talk to me. I can assure you right now. Right, of course. So they <laughs> they always want to talk to her, Miranda, mm-hmm. and just. You know, just being that much kinder, gentler, nurturing person that, you know, okay. even Megan and both Miranda are quiet. They're both yeah, quieter people quiet. and they both, yeah. you know, they're they're very kind and friendly and approachable okay. and I'm not always that way. All right. <laughs> so. so let's go to Mike. What, what's he doing then? Um, Mike jumped in a couple months all, ago. He's also quiet too. I mean, he's just there. <laughs> you know. Okay, so he's not, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Okay, well, that's good. No, he, uh, he jumped in a couple of months ago with us and mm-hmm. he just kind of... I've been friends with Mike since 2009, you know, and like, that's when we met at Halawasa working together and we've been friends since we went through same thing. Friends go through Mm -hmm. college years, Mm -hmm. everything off and on, whatever friendships and never changed the fact how close we were, just changed what we were doing. And he, he he started coming out on Wednesdays because he wanted to join the worship team. That's how he got his start. He was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I want to start singing. I want to start doing stuff. I was like, okay, like that's great. So he started coming out for Wednesdays and he started just getting involved and plugged in. And then he, he, (laughs) I'm going to make fun of him. He pees every five minutes. So he walked up front to go and then didn't make it back in service because he heard me teaching to the kids and he just sat down and he was just like, I didn't know where to go. So I just like, more or less, like Mm -hmm. he's like, I just kind of sat in here with you. I figured, you know, and, and he was like, this 
is great. I need, I need to be, so we talked about it and like, he's been helping us out there. So his, he's just, man, he's just there feet on the ground doing whatever I ask. I can tell him, Hey Mike, go here, pick up coffee. Mike, go run and pick up pizza. Mike, this kid has a problem. So <laughs> whatever it is. Aaron boy. Oh, no, no. Okay. no, it's just really great to have another person there. You know, sometimes like it's difficult because I genuinely want to have a full-fledged conversation with each and every one of the kids mm-hmm. every single Wednesday. Whether or not they want to have a conversation with me is not the point. <laughs> but I would love to just have one-on-one conversations with all these kids. It's not always possible. Mm-hmm. The bigger the group gets, the harder that is. It is. Right. You know, so like sometimes the kids want to talk to me and sometimes they don't and mm-hmm. they want to talk to someone else. That's right. why we have other people available. You know, they may not be, you know, Miranda, Megan, Mike, they don't really teach every week. They chime in with points. They make fun of me when they can. And they, you know, have an opportunity just to be another person that people can rely on and talk to. And, you know, honestly, one of the biggest things that, like, Miranda has been invaluable for, Megan, Mike, those kind of people, it's just, like, sometimes I'm up on Sunday, and I'm on the stage, and I'm singing, Mm -hmm. and one of the youth kids, they'll come in and they'll sit by themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. But I can't do anything about it in the middle of the worship right. set, right. <laughs> you know. So they're there and they're they're thinking like that. And I was like, this, you know, I need you to just be available mm-hmm. for the kids. So it's like, hey, can I sit with you? And they're like, yeah. They're like, so, I didn't know you guys cared so to sit with us. Peanut gallery on Wednesday because I normally yeah. watch it from home. And yeah, they, they, you <laughs> always hear that little bit of peanut gallery. Oh, yeah, on okay. Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. When, you know, it's so funny. Them. All right, good. I'm gonna have to when buy I don't have those kids in there, it's insane because I go, "Good evening, everyone," mm-hmm. and then the youth kids always yell, "Good evening." Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're yeah. always yelling that, but nobody else does. So thanks. Everyone that's not in the youth group for being rude. (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break there. All right, so while we're doing that, once again, the phone number area code 609 593 9654 609 593 9654. And then we're going to talk about an event that's coming up in January at our church. So we'll be back in two minutes. Looking for a place to hang out with family and friends and have a great time too? Rocco's Townhouse, 21 North 3rd Street in Hamden, New Jersey is the place for you. Dave and Steve Ruberton have kept traditions of the townhouse alive and well for more than 35 years. Open Tuesdays through Sundays at 3 p.m. Rocco's Townhouse has a very large selection of micro-brewed beers, both on tap and bottled. Along with daily dinner specials, you will never walk away hungry. And if you're looking for something different, located just downstairs, is Rock Bottom Whiskey Bar, opened every Friday and Saturday night at 6 p.m. and featuring live music from some of the greatest local bands in the area. Have your next event at Rocco's Townhouse and Rock Bottom Whiskey Bar. Rocco's Townhouse, 21 North 3rd Street, Hamilton, New Jersey, is the place where everyone is meeting. Visit them online at roccostownhouse.com or give them a call at 609-561-9384. That's 609-561-9384. Everyone meets at Rocco's Townhouse. Hello, this is Pastor Vince Lombardo from Calvary Chapel, Hamilton. I'd like to invite you to join us in worshiping our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, each Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. You can also join us for our live stream service on YouTube each Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Wednesday nights are filled with excitement at Calvary Chapel, Hamilton. We offer an adult Bible study as well as Awana for the kids and youth group for the teens. Our passion as a church is to help others learn how to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind, and love our neighbors as ourselves. 
other specialized services and events are listed on our website at www.cchamilton.org. Now back to The Carpenter's Son with Pastor Vince Lombardo on WNJHradio.com. And as I mentioned earlier, the pastor cannot be here. He has a prior commitment, so he will be back. We're not going to be back next week. We're going to take the week off to give us all a little bit of relaxation from the holiday, but we'll be back the first Tuesday in January. All right, so once again, we're talking about the youth program at Calvary Chapel uh, in Hamilton. And any final stuff that you just want to mention that we forgot or you just want to re-highlight anything before we move on to our next topic, which is what we do and do not like about Christmas in in general. It's not just based on the scripture, but in general. So anything else about about the youth? I mean, is it? I guess let me let me bring this up to you. Is it basically just open to our members, or what about if somebody? No, we have a lot of kids that come from other churches and other places that are just looking for a place to get plugged in okay. and just make friends of that age group. I guess my biggest. I don't know if encouragement is the right word, but I'm going to tell you, anybody that is not in senior high youth group, we're going to imply that you're older than that. And if you are, you better step it up because these kids are going to take us by storm. <laughs> I'm telling you right nothing, now, these kids are giving wrong. me I mean, a run for my money. Somebody has to because <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm getting old, you know. So but so basically, it's not just you got to be a member of the church to right. be able to get into the program. So that, that's a good thing. And Correct. I ask this all the time, um, but... Do you think there was ever in, in the past five years since I've been going to Calvary, there was ever a time you think you, and I don't mean save as in they found Jesus, you saved them from doing something wrong? You think that, now if it wasn't just you, maybe whoever was, what, who was before you, Joe Montabano? Montabano had junior high, yeah, Tony Ballone had senior okay. high before so, me, all those things. Uh, uh, Rue, anybody save any of our youth that are now adults and could say that, Maybe there is the we have somebody out there that is in that point and just needs help and doesn't know how to do it. I could tell you, I don't know any of the kids in that we'll call my gap. Okay. <laughs> you know, I because like, I wasn't involved in that at the time. And but what I do know is that there were kids my age in youth group that our youth leader really had that kind of impact on at okay. the time and like really, you know, pulled them back from some. Right, some, some dark places, yep. whatever it was. You right. know, I'm I'm not privy to all their personal right. life, no, but no, I can tell you that be, like but. there are a couple of friends of mine that are, like they're my age, so mm-hmm. we went to youth group together, and they're like, man, I, I don't know where I would have been without youth group. You okay. know, I always that's... laugh like Adam is one of my best friends, Adam mm-hmm. Prime, and honestly we are friends because of youth group. You know, we were forced to be friends because we're in church and, you know, his dad was teaching Sunday school and my dad's teaching service. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, it's like, yeah, we're always around each other. But like when we were in youth group, we started picking up guitars together, mm-hmm. playing instruments. We started, you know, going to the gym, meet, right. meeting up and doing stuff and like becoming friends. And like, we're still friends pretty much because of that. And mm-hmm. everything spirals from that. And those are the kind of things that you can't, that you don't you don't see at the time, but right. you can see how valuable it is, you know, and, and that's why it's it's interesting that it's always overlooked because that is the immediate generation following us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the immediate thing for me. I feel like I'm now. I'm. I used to feel like I was still that generation. You know, back Adam started the twenty something because we would always sit around and be like, yeah, there's nothing for us. We don't really want to mm-hmm. go to men's study with the people that feel ancient to us. When you're 20 years old, everybody feels ancient. So you're like, oh, I don't really want to go to that yet. So he was like, well, what if we had something for us? And mm-hmm. we're like, well. You 
you know, <laughs> bottom line was like, what are we going to do about it? And that's how you guys and got the nickname. So. Right? Yeah. The nickname the 20 group yeah. because of that. So, so and that's how that. it goes. Yeah. I mean, it was just fill that gap and it's just because you don't want to be missed out. And we both looked at it like we just left, you know, we just were at a high school and now it's like, oh, good. You finished high school. Good luck with your Christian walk. You know, mm-hmm. basically is how it was. And it's like, there's nothing for you unless you come to the things that sometimes don't feel relatable to you right. or you don't have someone your age to bounce it off of, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's just yeah, a nice and, encouraging right. way to do it. There's, so. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, and that happens in every walk of life. Right. So it doesn't matter. I'm, I can only talk of the ones I've been through. So that's why you're going to hear me harp on like youth group impacting my life so positively. And nothing. then 20 something's impacting my life so positively right. because that's what I'm in and was in. So. Right. And then <laughs> so. when you guys get to 40, you'll be going, Oh, Oh, Oh my back. Yeah. Okay. You'll eventually well, we were there. busting on Wayne a couple of minutes ago. And to be honest, like Wayne is just a totally different person than I ever thought I'd be hanging out with. You know, he mm-hmm. stopped by my house today on his way through town. And I was just like, I love this guy. He's so yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is through. weird. There's he no, knows it. Wayne, we, we love you. That. Please. We, we, you know, but there, but I'm going to give kudos where kudos is. There's a guy that stepped up and helped you oh, yeah. and your dad and your family when you're adding on the addition. Yeah. When we were yes. moving my grandmother and we had way more work than we could have handled right. and we were, it would have taken even longer. Wayne yes. stepped up and just said, Oh, what are you guys involved in? And my dad, you know, he talked to the past in his right. brain. I'm going to go ask the pastor right. what I can do. And mm-hmm. pastor was like, I really need help, you know, building mm-hmm. a mother-in-law suite for my mother-in-law. And right. he was like, Oh, I'm on it. Right. <laughs> he and came he was. to help every, uh, every day. Every day. Saying, I mean, you know, it, and yeah. he's an interesting person on the <laughs> slight topic of like discipleship, mentorship mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. Hope I'm not embarrassing him. He told me it was an interesting mindset we had when he was like, no, 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 you don't understand. I learned from you. And I was like, Wayne, you're a thousand years old. Like, you're not learning from me. That's what I told him. He knows. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, Wayne. I feel sorry. For- oh, no, we don't have anything tomorrow night. You're in the clear. You're in the clear. <laughs> no. So I was like, you know what, Wayne? Like, I was like, what do you think? He was like, dude, I'm telling you, I see the way you handle this. I mm-hmm. see the way you do that. And he's like, I'm learning from you. You're teaching me stuff all the time. And he was like, and I never thought anyone your age would teach me anything. And I was like, well, I didn't think I was teaching you anything. And it's just a mindset that's just like, the idea of discipleship is so broad and it's so wild. Like I'll tell you, all the people that are listening, Megan did not want to do senior high youth group. She did not want to do youth group at all. She was clawing against the wall. Like I was dragging her kicking and screaming. Like, I know I'm supposed to do this. And she's like, I do not want to deal with teenagers. They're crazy. They're hormonal. They're angry. And like, she, after honestly, it probably took her a couple of months. She got in this and she was like, all right, we're where we're supposed to be. And I was like, yeah, okay, and that's that, That's know? interesting because my my first ever coaching was teenagers. Okay. And everybody said, you're a young 20. I was, I was 20, okay. actually. And they're saying, you can relate to them. I said, that's why I'll be able to coach them. Yeah. Because I'll be able to relate to them. I still remember what happened. Right. <laughs> and they said, yeah, but they won't respect you. I said, yeah, they will. I, I said, because yeah. in the end, I'm still... Even if I'm four years older than them, I'm still older than them. Yeah. And, and that was the best time I had because one of them became like a baby sister to me. Mm-hmm. You know, because she had a, a depressed, somewhat high school childhood time. And it was just that I was there at the right time. Yeah. You know, and all that. So at least I say I, I did something because I could have potentially saved her from doing going down the wrong avenue. Not to say yeah. that. She would have done anything wrong, but right, my but, avenue was always, I don't want you to see you do drugs. I don't care if you do, you know, this, 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 but if you get hooked on drugs, it's very hard to get unhooked, mm-hmm. you know, so 
I, I can relate to that. But Megan is right. Girls are the worst to deal <laughs> well, with. Well, she was just, she always used to, she was fighting me. I was like, Meg, she was like, don't do it just because your dad asked you to do it. And I was like, I, but it needs to be done and right. I, I can do it. And she was like, can you though? I was like, well, thanks for nothing. You know, it was a whole thing well, right I, off the bat. And I was like, Megan, you know what? Like, we got to give it a shot. I was mm-hmm. like, somebody has to do it and mm-hmm. we have the availability. We need to do it. She's like, well, I don't want to, but I'll do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And now she loves it as much as I do, you know, and it's Good. not, it is not where we thought we would be. We just saw the, the, some area that need to be filled and we kind of did it and you know what it's just it's incredible how god moves and it's always funny because he always uses the most surprising things like i'm gonna pick on wayne again because he's used to it but okay like, <laughs> okay but, but like when i said when wayne came over and he's like no you're teaching me this you need to do this you should tell me that you know i'm like i never expected that because in my brain i do not expect older people to care what i have to say i do not expect people older than me to genuinely want to know my take on a set on a section of scripture you know what i mean okay. so, so I, that's what i was gonna ask you so you're talking about scripture you're not talking well, about often. carpentry. Oh, well, he, I could teach him a world of carpentry, okay. but he refuses to learn. Yeah, thank you. I, I, <laughs> Wayne, that was done on purpose. He's willing to yeah. learn the yeah. word. Yeah. He's not willing to learn carpentry. Yeah. That, that was done on purpose. two by ten on his head last week. Uh, really? Didn't listen. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, uh, I'm not going to go where he almost did one day when I was there, but we'll, we'll leave that one right. alone. He's doing all right. He's but uh, no, Wayne, you, you were very appreciative by the <laughs> by the family on that one, and I could say that on behalf of the family. All right. Yeah, he's family. So we, one more time, we got snow camp coming up, and that's yep. the big thing. Now, yep. Recently, I was looking for you on Monday night, and I saw the note on the door that you went bowling. Yeah. So what brought that about? On a Wednesday, yeah, yeah. we uh, we just, the kids, we were like, hey, what do you guys want to do something fun? And they were like, can we go bowling? I was like, I'll take you bowling, you know? Because uh-huh. sometimes you just got to do what the kids want to do and have fun. I think that's one of the things, like... I, I don't. I hate to say like we we can't just harp on scripture because obviously scripture is incredibly important beyond yes like what I even understand about mm-hmm. it. But I'm telling you right now, sometimes that fellowship is what's going to change a life. Yes. you know the fellowship is what can really remind people they're cared for. You know, and like our group on average probably sits around ten to twelve kids is would be the would be the low average. Okay. You know, we had twenty something kids going bowling because they're like bring your friends, it's fun. And now like our youth group has more kids coming to it because they were like you guys have fun here because sometimes you you forget that it's not just like sit down. I'm going to tell you everything I've ever known about this one thing in one topic. You know, it's about building friendships and, you know, so from there. Be, so going bowling, we brought in some new members. I don't want to a use couple, the word. Yeah. All yeah, right, no, so that so that was, a, that was a good thing then. Yeah, sometimes it has a really positive outreach. Sometimes it doesn't, and it's just fun for the kids that go. Okay. <laughs> you know, well, and that's, that's okay I mean, too, you, yeah. But you're absolutely right. There, there, There's a time and place where sometimes the, the Bible can be very overwhelming. Yes. And, and as much as we need to be in the book— that one day or that one week where you break away from it, sometimes to me I call that calming down and just let's not talk about it. Let's just oh, yeah. do something something else. I mean, waiting for a perfect example, yes, we're going to pick on you. You're, you're, on the, you're on the hot list tonight. <laughs> he likes to text once a day a long mm-hmm. scripture thing, and I'm very blessed of it. But every now and then when I don't get it, it's like, okay, Wayne, thank you. You know, I need that little breather <laughs> because then he has my brain spiking. And I go, well, wait a second. What does he mean by that? Yeah. Because like I told you before, as you know, I'm still learning. I mean, I, I'll never know this book. It's It'll take me forever, but yeah, they're, they're, you're, I, that was a good thing. So, all right. So, one last time, we got snow camp coming up. Yep. Um, it, we are. I'll, I'll put it out there. If there's anybody that wish to make a donation, we do have some children that can use the financial help. If not, we always find a way to get them there. That's yep. no child's ever left behind. We don't. We don't do that at Cavalry. So, if you want to do that, get in contact with me here at the station, and I'll get you all the information. If you are out there and, and you need potentially a buddy, not a bad place. It's every Wednesday night. It starts at 6.30. It 
because you yeah, guys start before before us. Yep. So six thirty. You're welcome. It doesn't matter where you live. If you um, want your parents to come and check it out, the pastor and the missus would lovely talk to you guys and let you know about the church. It is a great place to be at. Let me tell you, uh, it's my fifth year this Christmas. Actually, fr- uh, mm-hmm. Friday night will be five years exactly, and I don't regret that, and I'll <laughs> leave it there. So now we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts and the dislikes and all that of Christmas. So if there's anybody out there that wishes to call in and just give us your like or your dislike, we'd love to hear from you. So I'm going to give out the phone number again, 609-593-9654, 609-593-9654 is our phone number. And again, it could be what you like, what you don't like, or what you do like, or what you like about it biblically. It could be anything. So don't be afraid not to. So Vince, I'm going to start off with you. Let's let's start with. I thought of the topic and I didn't even have an answer for uh, any of those that, questions. Oh, that's, that's good. good. But <laughs> you don't want to talk of the topic, okay? So all right. So last year you kind of did talk about some things you you didn't like, if I remember correctly. You guys From Thanksgiving, yeah. <laughs> no, not just Thanksgiving. I think you guys, if I remember correctly, stopped you and your sisters about exchanging yeah. gifts and everything, which. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's a like in, in, in the Asia I'm at now because okay. I got too many adopted nieces and nephews that I would have to have five jobs to do all that. <laughs> yeah. So what was the me? What was the reasoning behind that? Because you're a small family, so okay. for it, us specifically, it started when we were, you know, like I'm a union carpenter, so I get laid off often yeah. in the mm-hmm. winter. Um, you know, like some, you know, my siblings and stuff, like we're, you know, like their schedule picks up or doesn't pick up or does what it does. Right. And, you know, like husbands transitioning jobs mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whatever the situation was. i don't even remember what year it started i just remembered it was kind of one of those things where it's like i'm not getting your kids anything they need or want you know like right. i can get them something they need if they need it i'll get it you right. know but like we're talking about like wants and stuff and they're like all it takes is for one person to be like hey i don't really want to give gifts this year you're like or i'm having a hard time and we were just like why don't we just stop it like let's get together and have family traditions mm-hmm. and that's what we do because like gift I don't mind gift giving. I don't mind gift getting. They're not my favorite things. Like okay. I'm not, you know, some people are like, I love getting gifts. I love giving mm-hmm. gifts. I'm just kind of like, I like when other people are happy. So, you know, it doesn't really matter how we get there. Right. <laughs> you know, so for us, we kind of decided to switch from, you know, uh, my family's probably not listening. Safe to say so, because <laughs> I'm on tonight. But so I can pick on them a little bit. More. Uh, but never never like, underestimate your mother. Okay. My sisters are polar opposites of each other, whether they mm-hmm. admit it or not. Yes, they're they both are. Yeah, very I, opposite I, I, of each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. And I'm a third opposite. I don't know how that works mathematically, okay. but like none of us are the same. I we all share similar qualities in certain things. Mm-hmm. We share a similar bent on the way we view things from the way we were raised. But in general. We're all opposite of each other somehow. Okay, so let's <laughs> so, start with Ashley. She's so the, the way that we all raise our kids is different. So all the right. expectation of certain kids at Christmas right. is different. So like what kids want is different. Right. What kids need is different. Mm-hmm. And we bounce back and forth all the time. And it was just kind of like not not an unwillingness to like provide for what you want, but it's like you do what you think is best for your family, mm-hmm. and let's get together and celebrate the idea of family together. And that's okay. kind of how we just gave up on the idea of like. It, it really started like I would get my sister a gift card and she would give me a gift card. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this was pointless. <laughs> you know, they would be equal amounts. Right. They would be to different places. Right. You know, <laughs> like I'd be like, okay, great. Now this is designated money to Guitar Center. And now you have designated money to something. And there's right. value in that outside, yeah. you know, because like it'll force you to do what you wanted to do right. as opposed to what you might always feel like you have to do. Mm-hmm. But realistically, it's just like another expense we didn't need mm-hmm. <laughs> to do. It's just like, you know, let's just get like we don't. 
I don't see my sisters often. They don't live far. We're busy, <laughs> you know. Well, no, it happens. Le- no it, less family. Life. It is what it is, you know. Right. Like, I mean, you all just, got your we don't family. see each other a ton. Right. So, like, it, it mostly started with the, just the different bent on the way we raise our families and like what we're doing, what we expect out of Christmas, mm-hmm. how much time we have to designate towards our families getting together for mm-hmm. Christmas. Because as much as I say, like, I don't see my sisters that much. My, our kids see each other enough, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Like, we're not far. It's not like oh, this is my time. I'm going to get to see my cousins. It's like, right. dude, they live five minutes down the road. Do you, when you want to see them, I take you there. Like you say, I want to go see Lion. Ch- All right, right, let's go. <laughs> we right. get in the car and we go. Right. It's not that big of a deal. So, like realistically, the whole aspect of Christmas to us is not the gap. It's not because we feel like this is the time to gather. It's okay. just a forced opportunity to get together and be with each other and gift giving and all those other kind of things added chaos to something that we already didn't need help creating chaos in okay. <laughs> so all right so is that just between you three or you guys did that with the the little ones too? with the kids too yeah we stopped doing gift giving with them and we we get together and we always do something now mm-hmm. um i think it was last year might have been two years ago mm-hmm. my dad's real into trains um mm-hmm. he doesn't talk about it all the time yes. but he's really into trains so mm-hmm. he brought a bunch of like flat car train cars mm-hmm. and a bunch of like I'm going to sound so old, action figures, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like little characters. Mm-hmm. And they were able to like decorate a train car the way they want to make a Christmas scene out of it or okay. an action scene out of it. And I thought, I was like, wow, these kids are going to hate this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they showed up and they were like, this is amazing. They loved it. So they're going to start doing it every year. Okay. okay. That's our new thing. Gingerbread houses and train cars. Great. Right. Well, you Grandpa know? gets a train car. I mean, yeah. So yeah. we do what we do and it's fun. Yeah. And, and like, it's just an opportunity to spend time with each other, not wondering what people got you, what you're doing, you know? And that's, that's the thing. It's just. Another opportunity to truly be together as opposed to think about the other aspect of it. That was the same way I felt with the way you're saying. I have three siblings from my mother's first marriage. And my brothers and and I, we thought the same. We would call each other up and say, well, what do you want to get mom? I don't know. What do you? Well, why don't we do this? Hey, you know what? That's a better idea. Why don't we all do it together Mm -hmm. and, and we'll, you know, just make it a bigger gift. And then we would talk to our sister and she would go, well, I went in too. And then when Christmas came, it was the three boys giving mom a gift. With, and I say it that way for a reason. I'll get to the point. And my sister included. But then my sister had to out top it yeah. and get her gift all by herself. And her excuse was, well, I'm the only daughter. Okay. And I used to say, well, I'm the youngest. So what's yeah. your point? I said, we did this because we wanted to get something that mom really needed. Really needed or wanted. And yeah. wanted especially since my mother loved to cook. So we were always trying to get her something that was up to date for the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I said, then she could say this came from all her children. She didn't have to specify which child. I said, that was the reason why we did it. You know, yeah. So it would be you know, neutral. And then you always have to top it. You know, so finally, my one year, my, I called my middle brother because he was born second. They're twins. So he okay. was the, and he goes, I'm done. If she's going to keep out doing us, I, I'm not doing anything. I said, well, we're, that's hurting mom. Well, yeah, but you, you, I said, I get your point. But we still, I said, if you don't want to do between the, the four of us, I'm okay with that. Yeah, don't I, hurt mom. <laughs> yeah, don't hurt mom because, you know, mom kind of got used to this. She would knock him around October. Well, you know, there's that new blender out, <laughs> you, you know, and he She'd goes. start saying what she wanted. Right, and yeah. I said, that's not fair to mom. He goes, well, we got to come up with another idea. I said, well, you three. Be her, and you should say you too be her, and then that'll solve the issue. I, but I know you're feeling because that's the way it got. So yeah. towards the end, I finally said, I'm done too. I well, said, I've started to notice like a different trend in our entire life. Like we're all kind of viewing it like we don't need gifts. Like I, no, I, I haven't bought my sisters a birthday present, and Lord knows how long. Right, and I haven't gotten one from them, and Lord knows how long. When I get something from my sisters, or they get something from me, it's because mm-hmm. I genuinely thought of them, and I was right. like, "Yo, check! Th- I got this for you." Oh, well, that's right. nice. Thank you. Yeah, and that's all it is. But I'll tell you what: like for my parents, and 
like whether they feel this way or not, I'm sure they do. Like we, we reach out to each other mm-hmm. and we say, okay, for birthdays, Father's Day, mm-hmm. Mother's Day, things like that. Like right. we go together and get right. them something that they specifically right. want. We never get them something that they need. Mm-hmm. It's what each individual right. would want or need. Like my dad is going to get something golf related mm-hmm. or tool related or something that's just like 100% only him. Right. My mom is going to get something only her mm. you know my mom likes toe rings i don't right. know why but it's her yep. thing she loves yeah. toe rings she loves getting massages mm-hmm. and getting her nails done great we can do that right <laughs> i know how to get you those things right. they're, they're easy know. things and my dad yeah. wants golf things so my right. it, it's always goes back and forth so my sister will hit me with what does dad want right. i'm like he needs a new sandwich and they're like okay how much and i'm like mm-hmm. let me get back to you and right. i find out like what it is we split it and we get it for him right. like just get him something he wants. right but but that makes it a lot easier because it's one gift yeah. And he could say, look, my kids got me this, or he can't, or he would say, well, Vince got me this, and Rachel got me the balls, and Ashley got me the new bag, so it, it's a lot easier. All right, so we both agree on what we don't like so far, right. so what is a like then? What- I Well, I Wednesday, we had our youth group Christmas party, mm-hmm. and back to that a little bit. I asked, went around and asked the kids, what's your favorite thing about it? And they all laughed my face off <laughs> when I told them my favorite thing is pancakes with sausage gravy. Okay. Yeah, it's wild, and that's just what we've been doing since I was a kid. I don't know where or how it originated. Uh, okay. It's our so, family tradition, and I look forward to it more than anything. All else right, we then do. that's fine. Okay, so you you look forward <laughs> to now is that Christmas Eve, Christmas morning? I mean, we now do it Christmas Eve. Okay. We now with my the Lombardo side of the family mm-hmm. that bloodline. We do Christmas Eve all day <laughs> with okay. them, and I do Christmas Day with my wife's family. Well, you you you, yeah. you have no choice, and I mean, we all kind of we all kind of decided that christmas eve was most fitting for our side of the family because we were all at the time involved in church together Mm -hmm. so it was like we're going to be together we have to get to church service together anyway let's do that day together and then we have tomorrow to branch off to the Mm in-laws all of us have in-laws all of us have other burdens to bear (laughs) so you know and uh so we we shoot out for that and uh so that my favorite thing is breakfast it's breakfast Mm -hmm. with my family usually around 10 11 o'clock brunch time okay but um this year well, we've been doing it in my house for the past couple of years. This year, I'm actually excited for it because the kitchen's a little bit bigger. That is true. Now that grandma's there, we took that wall down yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> so we could get people through. And I, I think it'll be a much better time. People tripping over each other less. There'll be less fighting, I think. <laughs> we'll oh, I don't know about that. The kids are young. They'll find a way to... Oh, know. I don't talk about the kids. Oh. I don't know what they do. They're in the basement. <laughs> oh, okay, you guys heard that. He put the kids at 1-800-what? Yeah, okay, all right. All right, so your biggest thing is just that preface? That's yep, it? Nothing else? Is my favorite part about Christmas, yeah. Okay. Nothing else. That's it? I don't know. You're fishing for something, but that's no, I'm just it, curious so. <laughs> because I, I, I'm, I'm going to fish as the pastor's son. Yeah. It, there's nothing else. No, Christmas Eve church service is yeah. fun, okay. but um, it's not what I spend all year looking for. Not all year, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when we start to get the holiday season, I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't wait for breakfast. It's like, it's cookies, pancakes, sausage gravy. It's breakfast for my family and that's it. Okay. And it's wild and it's big and it's chaotic and it's the only time of the year I can stomach that idea. So I, I get excited for it. Right. You know, the church service, like uh, when we were talking about topics, mm-hmm. is a big deal. You know, Christmas Eve services. Ultimately, it's a huge outreach service, yes. you know, when it comes down to it, because there's a lot of people that are like, of course, I'll go to Christmas service. And they come and they see, Amazing. it's not what I remember as right. a kid, you know, right. it's because it's not. We're right. there. We're all passionate I, I, about I, the love we have for right. Jesus. I mean, you know, la- I know we're getting yeah. short on time, yeah. but. No, no, you're fine. But I mean, last year, 
well, for the back, the lack of better words, because we got too many Joes in the, in the church. Montabani and I were running around finding chairs because yeah. we had more people than we expected. Expect that Friday right. too. That fr- and th- <laughs> yeah, this is like a Friday, that. and that was all because last year we, we were still in the somewhat closed lockdown, yeah. closed down. And and I'm curious, like you said, yeah, this year is a Friday. Let's see what it's like. But yeah, I expect it to be crazy. I mean, Christmas Eve is a beautiful time. Um, for the past couple of years, we before we had done a midnight service. Yes, and it kind my of, guy was the first one. We flaked out with the COVID year and mm-hmm. then I think we kind of said let's apply the energy to the 7 p.m. Right. service um, right now and I think it I think you'll be excited to see it. I mean like we have a lot of like little tweaking going on with mm-hmm. it. the worship team like I've um, I have a really great team you guys have met Rue and a couple of the other people and they really take I was like here you go run with this give mm-hmm. me something creative so they have it like weaving in and out to just right. be beautiful like oh. Basically, the whole the whole worship team's on the station because Adam, yeah. Joe, and Cole have their own yep. show on. Now it's moved to Sunday nights, but basically, yeah. And and I had them on before to talk yep. about their differences. So, what about now as a family? What is some of the things that your sisters, since they didn't want to come on tonight, don't like about Christmas? Anything? Oh, I mean, you grew up with them. There had to be something. I mean. So you're all, you're all you're all getting together at no, your. My sisters love Christmas a lot more than I do. Okay. Everybody in my family likes Christmas except me. I'm the only one that's not like the biggest fan of Christmas, you know. And you and I even touched on the topic. Right. I love what Christmas stands for. The fact that Jesus right. would come as a baby, innocent, and like offer life to all. Right. Beautiful message. Let's get that going all day long. Right. You know, I don't care about lights, trees, sleigh rides, reindeer. Like, uh, yeah, I and, used to be big on that, <laughs> and now so I'm not. it just doesn't appeal to me. Like, right. people, Megan, you know, just the other night we went out with our friends to look at Christmas lights, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why? Like, right. you know, I like, I was like, oh, I'm down to go out with our friends, but like, why do we have to go freeze by some water and mm-hmm. look at some lights? You know, well, it's like, uh, you know? me, it was, it was cool always pizza eating, and wings. Right. Like, <laughs> you're eating the Christmas lights out of the basement that you put away last year so neatly. Mm-hmm. You, you take them out, you unwrap them, you plug them in, and they all work. Yeah. And then my father would climb the ladder, and then a couple hours later, it they got dark, <laughs> and we would plug them in for the first time, and they're not working. Yep. You know, it's like, how? You know, so the I. Gremlins, yeah. Yeah. It was like, you know, my father would use several choice words in Italian because, you know, he was going up and down. Goes, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I got to the point where I don't like Christmas lights, you mm-hmm. know, because of that simple reason. They work before you put them on the roof, and then they don't work. But, I mean, I, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> All right, so I'll tell you one quick thing. I also one of the reasons like Christmas is not as huge of a deal to me is because I love the message. Obviously, we went over that. I, mm-hmm. I think the message is incredible. I love the whole portrayal of the whole biblical scenario of it. But I will tell you that like I like New Year's because I love when people like recommit to things and or challenge themselves to stuff. And then because I yeah. have the snarkiest friend group in the world. So if I say <laughs> I'm not going to eat another donut for 2022, they're going to hold me to it or beat me with a stick because right. you know? <laughs> that's how it goes. And I love that idea of just like, we got this or we don't, and we fail miserably together. <laughs> so right. I, I always, I'm just like, let's get through this and get to the new year. New we were going to talk about the donut thing because we have donuts on, on church on Sunday. I know. Always, but, always yeah. So I'm going to see how you hold up to that. All right. So <laughs> one of the other things you mentioned was the biggest frustration frustration so so what's what's your biggest frustration i mean well my mom got mad at me earlier already today oh, for this. Nice, <laughs> we nice. were talking about it just the idea that like growing up the one reason i didn't like setting up christmas decorations was because i d- apparently didn't have an eye for it or an understanding of where they should go uh, so it was just and my mom was like 
like I'm way taller than my mom. So up on yeah. the hearth mm-hmm. over the fireplace, that's where Vincent is reaching things mm-hmm. and doing stuff. And she's standing down there going a little to the left. And yeah. that's like so frustrating to me. And I don't really know why. It's just like what I did wasn't good enough. And it's like it's, it isn't really that way. It's mm-hmm. just like I'm like, I don't see it. I don't. Yeah. I, and I, because also me. like it's like I don't care about the decorations. So like, I you know, I want to make you happy. So I put it up here. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I can't like do little yeah, to the left. Yeah, I, I, I get that. that you know, yeah, that's I, just the frustration I, yeah. of it. But like, that would be my biggest frustration mm-hmm. is I don't enjoy setting up Christmas decorations. Okay. And I think that's the other thing. I don't enjoy any holiday decorations. I don't enjoy decorations. I'm like, my wife thinks it's ridiculous. I was like, you could have bare walls in this place. I wouldn't care. Right, but but <laughs> so. I, I thought I heard correctly. You're the best rapper though. You rap Christmas gifts. I am gifts? terrible at rapping. All right, Christmas I thought gifts. I heard. Are you kidding me? Okay, oh, I man. thought. No, I thought I heard you were. Okay, all right. So Willie, all right. So that's your. All right. So Wayne says it's the most settled, settling time of the year. It's the Lord's celebrated birth, and there's something peaceful about it. Okay, that's well, Wayne's response. All right, well, Wayne, I kudos to Wayne. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. that all means right. he heard all the negative stuff we were yeah. saying. So he had to find Love something. You. Yeah, he had to throw something <laughs> positive. Yeah, he didn't realize we picked on, but that's okay. All right, so let me go back if I could get my phone to recognize me. Uh, so what else did we say that we were going to talk about? Well, the one last thing that I know of is um, this year, like another reason I'm super excited for New Year's this year, not to blow past Christmas for all you guys that think I'm a Grinch or Scrooge, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you like New Year, January 2nd, we have our big baptism yes, service, we which sounds like we have it all planned out. This is our first time doing it in the building. Yes. So I'm excited to see what that actually looks and like. I'm going to be there right, right to call the insurance company <laughs> when we go, yeah. flood out the whole, the whole sanctuary. No, it's yeah. super exciting because like, uh, I've re- I have one of the kids from my youth group, like I was talking to them about it and mm-hmm. they were like, I've never been baptized. I want to be baptized. And we talked about it, talked about what it meant. Okay. So like, they're going to have an opportunity to do that. A couple other people that I've talked to are just so excited to get involved and just like, and, uh, you know, help with it. Right. Other people are just like, we can do that? It's like, yeah, let's do right, it. So it's going to be bigger than what, well, we'll say pastor and I talked about. So we got more than where we originally expected. Right now, I think we're going up a couple. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have a ton of people going for it. I, mm-hmm. And that is one of the beauties about our church is like having a faithful, consistent family body. Like most mm-hmm. people have not, they've seen the opportunity mm-hmm. to do it. So some of these people have not seen the opportunity. Right. They're seeing it and they're jumping on it. And right. that's like, I was talking to them today about some of the things about baptism and I was talking to my dad our pastor and I was mm-hmm. like you know what's what's our drive what's our theme like mm-hmm. what are you going because I want to prepare myself right. like and he was saying you know we they were talking about Acts 8 and uh, mm-hmm. you know the eunuchs out there and like right. Philip's trying to help him saying like oh teach me this section of scripture and if you go there to Acts 8 towards the end uh, starting at 30 36 right? 6 yeah it says Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture preached Jesus to him and as they went down the road they saw some water and the eunuch said see here is water what hinders me from being baptized? <laughs> and Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And that was it. You know, like, that's that's a short, simple way to yes. just realize, like, this is what it takes. And uh, <laughs> so I know that one of the ways you could look at it is, like, what's in the way of me being baptized? You know, a little more common vernacular mm-hmm. would be, like, what's in the way? What's stopping me? There's and nothing. truthfully, it was that we didn't have a big dunk tank well, at that, church, yeah. <laughs> you know? So now right. we have, it's called a baptismal, not a dunk tank. Yeah, Don't yeah, be scared, yeah. everybody. But, but not to say that's not a bad idea for the youth group. I thought it would be fun, yeah, but yeah, and yeah. I can't find the biblical aspect for it, but we'll oh, find we, a way just we, to do we, some dunking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we can always find a way. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's just one of those things, and we were talking about it, and, uh, you know, we've seen a couple other churches do something where, like, they'll have a t-shirt, and it'll mm-hmm. say... Um, I, I don't want to use specific names, one of the churches has a band, and one of their songs has the phrase raised to life in it so like when they do their baptisms they got big 
you know, long T-shirts right. say mm-hmm. like "Raise to Life" come out, and something you get to keep a little reminder, right. a little memento. And I think that was something really cool. So I passed that along, and I know I don't know if they're definitely doing it, but mm-hmm. they're well, I heard talking about that, it. That's supposed you know. to be Joe. That was supposed to be on Joe's table. So, uh, so we're talking yeah. about it. But yeah. anyway, that's that's not the point. But I think like we were going with like I was reading a couple things on mm-hmm. baptism. My mom, my dad, they were overworking again today at my house. Thanks, guys. And uh, we we're going through, and we were just kind of like. Like it's, you know, one of the other translations of one of the other sections says there's nothing in the way of me being baptized. So that's like kind of the phrase I'm loving about it is mm-hmm. like nothing in the way. I think that might be what our shirts say. Sneak alert. But mm-hmm. nothing wrong peak, with that. spoiler alert, what's it called? Yeah. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> but, alert. Yeah, yeah, nothing just, in the way because the fact of the matter is like God, God commands baptism as a step of obedience after accepting Christ. You know, it's like, is it immediate? Not every moment. There's not always water. But right. you know what we have now? We have water. We, we have, have the availability. So that's like one of the drives is we have nothing in the way. And like, we all want to be obedient to God. My mom really wanted this shirt to say obedient. <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't. So yeah, <laughs> you know, that's like, not going to no. you know. And that was, it's a really good idea. And I love yeah. the way, you know, and she had some other verse for right. it. And, uh, you know, it's just really great opportunities for all those things. And I think we all kind of landed on loving, like, nothing in the way. Because, like, we want, number one, nothing to be in the way of your walk mm-hmm. with Christ. Number two, when he wants you to be baptized, we do not want to have a hindrance of that. Saying, right. hey, you know what we don't have? A bucket of water right. or whatever. So, you know, I think that's something that's been really beautiful. And, like, I was talking to my dad about it. He's really excited also yes, for yes. January 2nd. We've never done it in the building. I've been, mm-hmm. I've been... This church is 23 years old, mm-hmm. I think, and uh, I've been to all of them, <laughs> all the baptisms, whether I remember them or not, it's a different story. Right. But it will be exciting to have the availability to just do that, and I'm excited to see the way God moves in that. And, uh, you know, if if you have questions about baptism or you have those things, you may have my personal number, you may have Rick's station number, you may have your pastor's number, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> and uh, you... um want to know more come let us know man this is a really great opportunity right. just like because you know what it's the dead of winter yes and you know what we don't have to do go to a lake to lake, do it yes and, you and, know? and no we're not but talking about baptism i i come from the from another faith yep. and i witnessed my first baptism this past summer when we had our annual church picnic yes and i didn't realize that i if i'm i could be wrong but i think three people were not even thinking of doing it mm-hmm. and that was the two lifeguards yeah that day that were there yeah from halawasa right when we were down at the lake they uh they really just saw they're like you know what i haven't been baptized right. you know and that's one of those beautiful things like the power of the five minute message you yes. know there, there's you know just personal conviction those kids did not struggle with growing up in a christian home or no. whatever but right time and right place have the availability to have the water and someone willing to do it i think uh, that's a big deal you know um and, and that was an eye opener and then i believe one of our own young youth kids mm-hmm. decide at the last second because he didn't have no change of clothes mostly yeah, everybody just, brought like i gotta yeah, do it yeah right. <laughs> mostly everybody brought a change of clothes i mean we do live at different times back then they didn't but he just decided you know and that was an, an, a true true eye-opener for that me that is so x what was it x eight right yeah. <laughs> where it's just like well, what's stopping me? Right. Well, that we have the water. That's right. the whole point. That's why, I mean, we went and got the bap- I think it's called a baptismal. Don't yeah, I, I'm going with dunk tank. We got the dunk tank. We will until to, to, a little while, another 10 minutes from now. We all yeah. get a text from your mother. It's but, not uh, a dunk tank. Right. Yeah. No, but, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just like we, I, I say we loosely. I'm going to speak for my dad at this moment. He does not want anything to be in the way of mm-hmm. you doing what God commands you. I can tell you right. that right now. So, without a doubt, if if water was what was in the way, we would have filled the sink. We would have filled the bathtub. Bathtub. We would have right. done whatever it takes. 
we do not want to have something as simple as where do we hold water to get in the way of what's going on. Mm. You know, uh, now, have we done the <laughs> practice wrong yet on this? I told him, I was like, yo, can we practice dunk somebody? And he mm. was like, I think I might have to because it's it's a whole different world. Yeah. You have no uh, idea. Normally he's standing waist deep with another right. person. And he's not they that do big. What they do. Mm. Now it's like this is a small hot tub. Yeah, you know, basically, yeah. I, because I was like, you're going to need to do a dry run mannequin yeah. or somebody yeah. ready to do it in a more private setting because I was like, this could end really poorly if they slip or you drop them. Or, right. You know, because well, they're still working out logistics because we've yeah. never done it this way. No. So, like, what does that look like? Right, because it's not big enough for right. two people. Just to, give, that much. just to give everybody a hint, when we did it <laughs> at the lake, you had the pastor on one side, you had Joe Montalbano in the back. In other words, he caught yeah. the person. And then who else? Adam I think it was Adam. This Adam, time. yeah, Adam and um, Mark. Um, I can't think of Mark's last name. Well, Wayne says he wants to know if you're going to get baptized. If not, can we try the test run on you? Oh, nice! Tell That's Wayne. Wayne uh, yeah, yeah. Tell <laughs> Wayne uh, no comment. But um, Ooh. so I don't know how we're going to do that in uh, like you said the jacuzzi, the hot tub. I can give you my best guess, yeah. and you guys cannot be afraid that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I would imagine Pastor will be on one side, yeah, and someone else will be on the other, right, and. It'll probably just be two people handling the quote-unquote dunk procedure. Dunks, yeah, it has to whatever be. Whatever you want to call it. I think it'll be two people doing that with their arms reaching mm-hmm. into the pool as opposed right. to being in there because I don't think it's big enough. Yeah, no, you And then be. my best guess, uh, I was talking to Brian about it a little bit, and right. I think what it's going to come down to is like someone else will be there to hand you like towel, robe, right. something, get you yeah, because, <laughs> warm and not drip yeah, all over everything. You know, the, the way they – of course, we're getting off topic here. Everybody's going to think we're weird again because <laughs> where I understand it's going to go, we got to worry about the stage. Because we have a lot of electronics yep. there, and we, you know, water and electronics don't get along too no, they're well. they're not friends. So no. I think we do have a lot of, uh, we're, I know they're working it out right yeah. now. Those people are much smarter than I am. I yeah. leave that to the Brian and Coles of the world that are faithful with the media Right, and they'll, they'll figure that out, and, you know, we'll so, see what happens. Yeah, so uh. they'll handle that. But I think in general, like, it's going to be a really good time. And, like, this is something that I, I personally yeah. am super excited for. Yes, I am too. Um, whether it be one or a thousand people lining up mm-hmm. outside, I have no idea, and I don't care. Right. <laughs> if one person wants to come do it, I know we're there for it. And that's the, what, like I said, what's spawning the whole kind of theme. Right. I'm going to, I'm speaking for them, I guess, but like we were talking about it today pretty heavily. So it was kind of like, I think we're going to roll with the idea. Like nothing is in the way. Like no, we, need, we need to take those opportunities. No. That's something that's going to carry on. You're going to see all these topics again in the candlelight service. One little right. light makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. One faithful step of obedience, Absolutely. a big thing. You're going to see these things over and over yeah. and over again coming on because they're important principles. And as a church, I know that our church does not want to be in the way no. of doing the right thing at any point. So they're, going to provide baptism for those who feel that they need to be baptized and want to be baptized and follow that faithful step of obedience and yes. outwardly express. You know, I went to a private school for a couple of years and they have their catechisms and mm-hmm. it says like, you know, baptism is an outward expression of an inner commitment to Christ. Yes. Done. But uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting because when I first saw it that first Sunday when it was in, where is that now? I thought it was one of them new, you know, gadgets that we had to have to purify the air because <laughs> of all that. And when I look, lift up the cover, I went, oh, it's a jacuzzi. Yeah. And, and Joe Montalbano went, no, it's not. No, it's not. I said, yes, it is. All we got to do is punch a couple holes in it. Yeah. You know, get some jets in there. We got some jets. We, I know. voted for the name Baptuzzi. I got shot down. So, okay, <laughs> no, gonna, it's not a baptuzzi. We're going to leave that I'm one. I'm fairly sure it's yeah. not a dunk tank. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can always make it. If we ever need to do a fundraiser, we got a dunk tank. I'm thinking they're going... I've- I'm thinking they're going to go with baptismal. Yeah, baptismal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But um, well, it's going to be interesting to see. But I did know they said they were going to do a test run. So Yeah, and that's like I said, that's January 2nd. That yes. Sunday, there'll also only be one service at 1030. And it'll be a really great time to just come if you uh, 
want to know more about it, if you want to know more about any of these topics we've talked about, get in touch with us, my phone, Rick's phone, church phone, whatever it takes, we're here for you. We want to do that. And I know that like this baptism, is like, although new to our church building, is not yes. a new concept to what we do. We just want to be more available with the things that we have. So get in touch, reach out, be a part of it. You know, it's a big deal. And it, and uh, God's doing wonderful things. Even right here in Hamilton, we're growing and we're catching fire. And I can't wait to see what 2022 holds for us. It's going to be a big deal. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. So let's just re-highlight a couple things. We got the snow camp coming up. And as we mentioned, that is open to anybody of the high school age. Yep. And there is a fee, of course. Um, if anybody's out there that wants to be gen- feel generous, and just donate. We do have some family members that are struggling, but they would love to see their son or daughter go. Yeah. You can contact the church or you can contact me and I'll get you directly in contact with the church. We do have Christmas Eve service and that's at seven o'clock. Yep. Uh, it is a candlelight version, but the pastor does have things that he wishes to talk about. It's going to be a beautiful service. And, but the good thing is you could come at six because our cafe will be open. And when I knew when I mean by cafe, there'll be coffee and some other things. And you get to fellowship with other people, which is one of the great things about it. Yeah, man. Then uh, we have only one service, which would be the Sunday after Christmas Day, literally 26th. two days later. Uh, it'll just be the 1030, and that's the one that is streamed on the YouTube channel. And then, as Vincent said, baptism, if that's something you want to uh, do, um, you can contact Pastor Vince, and he will talk to you about it. And that's also the first Sunday in January, which is the, the second. second, and that will be only at 1030. Um, that will also be streamed live. So it could be, and I'm going to say this only because I, I like to joke, as the pastor says, it could be a comedy show watching us do this. Or you can actually be inspired and have this Holy Spirit come through you. <laughs> Either way, it would be a very glorious day, no matter what happens. Nobody's going to get hurt. We want to make sure that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not, but it, we may be laughing at each other as we try to do it. Um, <laughs> but we have good times there, and we do have serious times. So with that, is there anything else you want to say before we close it? No, I mean, I'm excited for any opportunity where we can just come and see what God's doing in our church, in our town, in our families. You know, it's a big deal. And... uh I'm excited for what's going on. Like I'd already said, 2022, let's make it our year. You I know, hope let's make it a big I'm, deal. I'm, and, I'm with you on that one. And uh, pray harder for your church, for your family, for your yes. pastor. If you're listening, if you're radio only and you've only ever heard or seen or encountered us on this station, guess what? We love you and we're praying for you. Pray for us. <laughs> we need it. And uh, let's, like I said, let's make 2022 better than ever. You know, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. And, and just before we end in prayer, as always, you don't have to be a member. So if you want right. to come Friday night and, and because you like to go to Christmas Mass, and let's say it the way it is, you're welcome. We, we don't turn you away. That's for sure. Uh, you may actually find something that you've been missing and not realizing, and that's coming from me. Uh, when I walked in there five years ago, I would have never thought that five years later I would still be doing that. Um, so... Let me tell you, it, you're welcome, no matter who you may be. We, we, we are that way. We are a family. You will see that right away. So, Vincent, with that, as we always do, I'm going to ask you to close in a, in a word of prayer, and, and then we'll, um, um, we'll take it from there. As again, once again, just to re-highlight, Friday night, 7 o'clock, Christmas Eve Mass, Chris, uh, regular Sunday services at Sunday, 1030 only, and then New Year's, New Year's Day day. The easiest way for me to describe Second. it. Second services only at 1030. So with that, um, Vincent, go ahead. 
Uh, Lord God, we thank you for another opportunity just to get together and lift you high. Lord, I ask that tonight you would just uh, help each and every person that hears this just to be blessed and uh, encounter you a little bit more, Lord, as uh, we read... uh, we in Acts, Lord, we don't want anything to be in the way of the next obedience step for you, Lord. Uh, we're excited for what you're doing in our church, in our family, and in this station, Lord. I ask that uh, no matter what's going on, God, that you would help us to keep you at the center for this Friday Christmas Eve service, Lord. Let it be a beautiful way to lift you high. And in the same way that uh, you came as a babe to just uh, humbly represent yourself to everybody, Lord. I ask that you would help us to clearly represent you and lead people to you. And I ask that uh, everything that goes on this holiday season would lift your name high. Lord, help each and every person listening to this to handle their family and their friends and everything well as they uh, enter this holiday season. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us and listening to The Carpenter's Son with Pastor Vince Lombardo of Calvary Chapel of Hamilton. Join us next Tuesday at 7 p.m. for The Carpenter's Son on WNJHradio.com. Thank you.